Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur Show. I'm Justin Bazaar. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. For anyone who's out there, you can find us on Instagram at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs or on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. So with that being said, we're sort of going to jump right into it. Our time's limited. I have Matt back from Illegale uh, Pizzeria in uh perth australia so we're just going to jump right into the questions thank you matt for coming back i'm going to jump right into the questions about your second store and uh your other locations so let's get this started let's talk about the other shop like is it so it's not pizza or you're just expanding upon pizza because you mentioned that it's um it's something different. Does it have a different name or you're still working on it, or you don't want to let the cat out of the bag proverbially? Um, no, so so, so this, the one in Subiaco, which is like nearby, is going to be the copy and paste of Ilocale in Scarborough. So the, the first shop. And then the other project with Andrea and Antonio, we've got a, a, um, a chef as well jumping on board. It's going to be about the both are from Napoli, which I'm so grateful. And we're going to do... Um, the, 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 the shop is gonna, it's gonna, it's called Da Napoli. So it's, it's actually like, like from Napoli and it's going to be all about the Napolitan food culture. So we're going to have, um, Napolitan pizza, deep fried stuff, like everything from Napoli. And it's going to be in the same concept as mostly takeaway. We're going to have a few seatings, but it's, it's basically, we are expanding to get like a different kind of, not just pizzas, it's more, and, and again, it's cool because on the Ilocali side, I'm on my own. I do everything on my own, which is hard on a daily basis because you have to rely on just yourself. Opening something with other people, and then they are the master of the food. Um, it's, it's made my life and the projects way easier because we can rely on each other. We can, food-wise, I don't have to worry about the menu because they're going to build the best menu you can ever get as a Napolitan style shop in Australia. Um, all the marketing stuff are going to take care of this because the, the marketing from Il Locale works great. On TikTok, we've got almost 1 million uh, likes. We've got, you know, got a few videos, like over seven and a half millions. And we are just like a, a little shop in a, a little corner in, in, in Scarborough outside of the world. Um, so opening these projects, which is the same industry, which make our life easier, with the same tools, with different people, is, is is amazing. This is very cool. So, what are your greatest inspirations in the world? What keeps you going every day? Why keep pushing so hard? Why have multiple things going? Why two concepts now? Like, what is it that's burning inside of you that's doing this? Like, it had to come from somewhere. Um, family backup. Um, my parents, um, they started a few businesses when I was a kid, uh, and they always keep pushing on starting stuff, um, opening this and this and this. One of them actually went off the roof. It was like a, a car wash, so nothing to deal with the uh, food industry, but more to the entrepreneur side. Um, but on the side, they were working still for the main job uh, at the same time, so they couldn't 100% focus on the business. Um, and then at some point, they were like, cool, let's go all in, quit everything, a job they had. And now they've got like their own businesses, like each, and they're very successful. So that's that's what my whole life I've been driven to 
be on bus, get your business. My, my brother actually has got his own business uh, in Paris, uh, which is, again, it's nothing to do with the, with the food industry. Uh, but I think in our family, we've, we've been, yeah, that, that's, that's, that was the, the main talks. <laughs> I remember, like, oh, if we do this, we do this. We're always talking about business. How can we create something better? How can we make this work better? How can we be better than the other ones? What, like, what should, what should we do? So that was on a day-to-day base, like, basis um, at, at, at when I was a kid. And then what's, what, like, I want to, um, I've got no limits. Um, I've got no limits as an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm not driven by the money because if I was driven by the money, I would do something different. But I'm more driven by like, I want to, as I said before, I want to say the most visa in Western Australia. And that's where I'm going to be uh, not unsuccessful. Some people like the, the, the success has been, um, I want a house. I want to, I want to stack up some cash. Uh, as soon as I reach that amount of cash, I'm successful. I want to buy a boat. I want to buy, buy the, the, the best car, whatever the dream. My my goal as a success definition is I want to sell the most pizza in Western Australia, and I want to get I want to be the best brand. Um, when people think about pizza, they want to think of my my shop, uh, and not just about the brand, about the product, about the vibes when they come into the shop. Um, I, the, the staff, I don't look up. Uh, the resume, the, the the front of house, is just always a one-on-one um, interview in the shop, and it's like talk to me, talk talk about your skills, about who you are, and then and as soon as we 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 find the good vibes, I know these people is going to be amazing for the success of um, my business because they're gonna the, the way they're gonna talk to the customer, they're not gonna be grumpy, they're not they're gonna be so happy that the, the vibes when the, the first thing when a customer come into your shop. This, this is a vibe. If you before before even testing your products, before even ordering anything, it's the vibes. If you if you get the right vibes, then that's cool. The people, the the, the, the customer is going to be, whoa, I love those vibes. I want to know a bit more. And then people talk about you, talk about you, talk about you, and that that's that, that's why I don't want to stop. And the second location, how, I mean, how did you decide to move in the second location? What was that conversation like? Like, how did you decide that you were doing well enough at the first one to open a second one? Um, so I didn't want, I didn't want to rush because it's very important. Like, oh, the first one is successful. So let's open another one like straight away. Um, I wanted to build my first location uh, better. So I've, I had to change the oven because I couldn't keep up with the demand. So um, the old oven we had, it was too small to keep up. So I had to buy another one. Then I wanted to make sure that it was the right setup before opening another one. Uh, I did get more tools because obviously we're selling more pizzas because we're more popular. Um, and I wanted to get the team perfectly you know, organized, happy where they were and everything. And, and I was like, cool, now it's the right time. Um, I've been asked so many times to buy the like, few cities. Uh, in, in Perth, oh, can you open a shop here? Can you shop, uh, open a shop there? Um, and then why Subiaco? Um, basically, I, I used to live like the, the, the suburb next to Subiaco for, for three or four years. And it was dead like for the last four years. And now everything is back up. And the, the, the way the city of Subiaco is dealing with getting businesses and business and entrepreneurs on board is, is actually like a, an amazing way. Um, I don't know how it works in the States, but we have to do change of use. It used to be like a, 
like a retail store where they were selling clothes um, and to get that into a food store it's a lot of pain to get all the permits approvals and took me probably two hours because there is a massive effort from the city to to get us there uh, the location is amazing and we actually have got the exact same setup as we got at the first shop so i got everything as the same, so same oven, same fridges, same setup. So when the staff are going to move around shops, they're not going to be lost. They're going to have to work with the same equipment, and that's going to be, I think, a key of the success. And when the people are going to be in Subiaco or Scarborough, they, probably, they won't see the difference because they are oh, cool. I can join the dots now. This is them. And how do you, let's talk about employees, team members, I don't know what you call them, teammates but how do you co-workers whatever the term is um like let's talk about how did you find the right people how do you how do you choose them how do you know the right individuals to expand your brand as you're doing into two locations like how do you how have you gone about finding the right people for lack of a better term right humans um so, so to be honest with you the, the first year and a half uh, we were struggling here in australia because uh, they've closed all the borders during the covid so meaning no obviously visitors could come and work here in Australia. And obviously there is a, quite a few people shopping in Australia and they were all having staff. And when I'm talking about staff, I'm talking about pizza chef and skills pizza chef. Uh, the problem with my shop, I think this is a problem and, and, and I'm actually aware of this, is I need skilled pizza chef to make my business successful. So I did struggle and it was always a matter of money so they would just remember the money um so and I, I was like oh this is not good because the reason as they're doing this is i don't know how to make pizza i don't know how to make a dough i don't know how to open a dough i don't know how to do toppings i don't know how to cook a pizza uh, so basically they were putting the gun on my head and i was like look i want i want 80 85 90k a year and i'm gonna work for you and then the some like other brands uh, did pay this, this kind of money so obviously they were leading because those guys were driven by the money, which is at some point fair enough. Um, and what I did, I've learned to make pizzas. Uh, so one week, both my chefs were, um, uh, so they had COVID, so I was left with no chef at all whatsoever for one week. And I called up one of my mates, um, Dav, which thanks again, mate. Uh, we managed to run a, a, um, a night of 300 pizza by ourselves. And I said, like, cool, now I'm ready. No one's going to put a gun on my head because I know how to make pizzas and I know how to, to, to do the service. Uh, and then as the brand became more famous, the more, the more people were in, like, curious about us, like, why those guys are doing so well? Um, so we had more, more people coming through the door and actually asked to work with us. Um, which make our, our life and my life so much easier. Um, so now I've got Diego, which is my head chef, and he's going to soon become the, the GM of the shop. And he is driven by, his passionate, and all the chefs that we've got with us, as we said, is if someone comes to the shop and like, I want that much money, we don't even look at him. Or we, it's not like we don't even look at him. We're not interested in that during my money. We want people like who's going to be involved in, in, the, in the projects because we're going to grow. They're going to be a manager of the shop. They're going to have their own shop as they're going to take care of their shop. Um, so it's more about like a career rather than I want that much money now and that's it. If you're not happy with that, I'm not going to say. So So we. Um, so that, that's what's happening with the chefs. And 
prototype stuff. Um, we like to work with local people. So uh, we, our prototype staff um, are aged between 13 to 16 because this, this is legal in Australia. I don't know what's the age uh, limit like to start working in the States. But in Australia, you can start to work from 13 years old, uh, being paid on the book and everything. And we, we like to work with um, young staff, like junior staff around the shop because that creates a real vibes around the around the families that oh yeah my daughter my son works at Ilocali. And and again I will we had a meeting last summer with the whole team and I, I won't be grateful enough for the parents because obviously they're they're young so they cannot drive. Uh, they're dropping them off every single day at the beginning of the shift. They're picking picking them up at the end of the shift and sometimes we're so busy they have to stay like half an hour and the parents actually are staying half an hour uh, just to wait for the for the kids to 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 finish the shift. Um, and, and, and again, that's, I'm, I'm so grateful um, because they stick with us. The, the retention of staff is amazing for us. Um, and, I, and I think because we, 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 we care more of who you are instead of um, what you did before. And I think that's, that's driven the business up all the way up. Very cool. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? What do you like I the most do- about your life right now? What I, I can do whatever I want, and no one tells me anything. Like it's yeah, no no one's telling me what to do, ever. Oh well, yeah, Sophie, my partner, so she's gonna listen to that. So she's the only one bossing me around. Otherwise, I, I I do whatever I want, whenever I want, and that's actually that's the, the freedom of uh, being an entrepreneur. On top of all the things, uh, but if I want to take a week off now, I can take a week off now which I couldn't before. So the, the, I can manage my time. Like, you know, I'm spending time with my kids. Um, uh, you know, I, I, pick, I pick my son every day from school. I finish at, you know, uh, quarter to three in the afternoon. I, I, I'm able to pick him up every single day of the week. So I think that's, that's, that's gold for me. Cool. Thank you, Matthew. Is there, uh, Matt, how is there... Is there anything you want to share? Is there anything that you wish you would have known when you started this? Like anything you want to just give to the world? You know, the mic's yours. I'm going to let you talk freely. Um, maybe something that you wish you would have known then that you know now or whatever. Or you want to inspire other entrepreneurs or give them advice, whatever that is. I just want to give you some time to do that on the episode. Thanks. Thanks a lot for that. So, Every single entrepreneur out there um, listening to us tonight, today or tonight, um, it's um, again I've, we talked about that before. Trust, trust in yourself. Uh, you are, you are, you are the one who's going to drive the ship. You are the one who's going to make your success happening. Um, and also, if there is some stuff you're not sure about it, you can talk with people who knows. Um, again, uh, I've got so many DMs on Instagram. People ask me like random questions. And I always, always, always take the time to, to, to reply to them because this is so important. When I first started, I wish I've asked some question like, I've done all the outfits with, uh, with my mates um, at, at this, when we first opened. And I wish like someone said like, no, you do this, you do this. That's going to save us some time so you can focus on doing something else. Um, because the priority was, uh, yeah, let's not spend money. but actually cost us more money because we didn't know what to do. Um, and, and, and also, the, um, 
there's many people out there they, they they will always try to stop you to do what you want to do they like uh, stop listening people telling you that you're crazy you're not crazy if you want to do something like sorry for my word but fucking do it that's that's the main that's the main goal um i think out of there is like if you want to do something do it of course don't put yourself in jeopardy like don't do an all-in if you've got family if you've got kids like obviously this is very important but if you've got something you trust in you need to go you need to you need to try it and if you, if you don't succeed that's cool you're gonna learn so much from that you're gonna learn so much that's gonna be hard you're probably not gonna make enough money to start with you're probably gonna struggle on different things finding stuff um be you know making your customer happy every single time this is not happening you cannot make 100 of your customer happy that's cool that's cool don't worry about that um but be proud of you be proud of what you're going to do be proud of your products um if you're not proud of what you're selling don't open a business uh in any kind of industry in the world if you're not proud of what you're doing don't do it if you're proud and you're going to put effort just do it now just stop what you're doing now and just like run and do it now i love it i have one more question just based on what you said would you say that your relationship with your partner is stronger as you became an entrepreneur and had more time and your relationship with your kids, would you say you've been able to build a stronger family? I don't know how to describe it, but those are the words. I, I just want to ask the question. I'm not directly ant- asked the question in this way on the podcast before, but I feel like, I don't know, there's good that's energy good there. That, that's a good question. So, and again, the, the probably the difference that I've got with 99% of people listening now is I don't have any family like support here in Australia. It's the four of us. So my partner, Sophie, and both my son, Malo and Niall, it's just the four of us. So, so we have to be strong because um, the, the support from Sophie is is amazing because I, I have to work. As we said before, I have to work. And then sometimes they come in shops like Matt, we're crazy busy, can you come down? And it's, you know, 7 p.m., we have dinner all together. And I'm like, well, when my phone rings, she knows like, oh, cool, just go. Because she knows that that's... That's that's the way I'm, I'm built. That that's the way I do. If they need me, I'm gonna go to the shop because this is so important that you need to support your family, but you need to support your business and the people you work with. Um, but since now I've got the right here, it's it's I don't have to work as day to day job. I don't have to be on the roster, so it gives me a, a massive flexibility with. Um, with my own life and private life. I've, I've, as I said before, when I used to work for uh, Marcus for three years, I haven't seen my son growing at all. And and I can't, you can't get this time back because now he's like four and a half. And then the, the first one, yeah, one to two, I haven't seen him. Um, but now I'm, I want to make it up. Um, my second son is nine months, so I'm spending like crazy time with him, which is, which is amazing. Um, and, and again, we, I'm stressed as an entrepreneur. I think like when you're an entrepreneur, you, you, you've got some concerns sometimes that, like, oh, is this going to work? So you, 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 your mood is changing, obviously, like quite often on like a news you receive or, or this or this, and your family has to cope with that. So, um, so again, like, self, you're the best and, and thanks for your support because without you, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And I think that's a valid point about the, it's almost like rapid fire sometimes. So your emotions are like kind of all over the board. It takes a lot to keep 
keep those emotions in check, but they are all over the place. So I agree with that. And I'm sorry, I said it was the last question, but I mean, do you have hope that your your kids will be involved in the business? Do you guys talk about that? I mean, do you think about that, that the business you're setting up or the problems that you might accidentally create might impact them or, or what they might, how they might grow the business beyond what you want? I mean, I don't know. The, I, the reason I ask this is because I think uh, individuals and entrepreneurs that really think about this legacy thing, you know, the Heinzes of the world, the Campbells of the world that really thought about their next generation and, and passing that torch just have such success. So I feel like I want to ask the question now, since you're at the beginning, maybe to plant a seed, but two, to also wonder if you are thinking about it. Um, so we, we, we talk about it with, with Sof and what we did not too much now, but uh, Malo, so my uh, oldest son, when he comes to the shop, he loves coming to the shop. He loves um, playing with the dough. He loves making pizzas. He loves hitting pizzas. He, he loves being a part of, of the show when we um, in the shop. Um, but mainly what, what I want for my kids is I want them to be happy. So if that's going to go through uh, working with me, working as a pizza chef or working in front of house, are working in the food industry and they want to do it. That's really something they want to do. I would never push them as you have to because I've succeed. So if you want to be successful, you have to do this. If my son, my son wants to be, I don't know, whatever make them happy, I will support them no matter what, even that's um, outside of my scope of uh, entrepreneur and, and uh, the food industry. Very cool. Thank you, Matt, for coming on the show. I appreciate it so much. And I hope to have you back on for a part two. Maybe we'll do one on DiNapoli, um, just on Actually, that episode. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and maybe thanks your uh, business partners want to come on as well, and we can do a show together um, if Perfect. they're interested. So I'll reach out to you. Maybe we can set that up. Uh, for everyone in the audience, thank you guys for sharing the episodes. Thank you guys for downloading them. Thank you guys for talking about them uh, the downloads are going up that just means that more and more entrepreneurs are hearing these stories in the food space hopefully some new entrepreneurs are planting their own seeds in the world in the food space because there is a growing business the population is growing around the world there's enough food and for people that have great solutions care about the humans involved and and care about legacy of what they're doing and what they're building you know, this matters and you will be around for a long time in food. It is the differentiator. Get good food, but then think about your business holistically. So again, thank you everyone for listening in. If you want to find us, we're on Instagram or Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. On Instagram, it's at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs. On Spotify, just look up Justin the Food Entrepreneurs and you'll find us. Also, thank you guys for listening. Share the podcast. If you like what you hear or you're a fan of Il Lacale uh, Pizzeria, please share the episode. That's how they get out there. Sorry today, guys. My accent, my brain or whatever is a little slow. Not so good, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so good. And um, the, um, But I guess everyone will remember the name or remember this episode, hopefully, because I am all over the board on the names. So... Matt, I do appreciate you, and I do, especially since you're in Australia and I'm on the East Coast of the United States right now, uh, taking the time to get on the podcast and coordinate, it really means a lot to me uh, that you right. guys Th do Thanks this. a lot, because I know it's pretty late um, for you, and it's pretty, well, it's midday for us, like, ish, and uh, thanks again, because you, you're doing such a good job, and, and actually, I've, I've listened to like, quite a few of your podcasts. And I think it's that, that's, that, that's so important for, for everyone out there. 
Yeah, and as always, room for improvement. But I'm like, I'm getting better, and and everyone like, I appreciate the support seriously, and and Matt just like believing in this podcast and taking your time to be on it because that is our most valuable resource. So. Uh, thank you again, and thank you everyone for sharing this time with us and and listening to us and hopefully being influenced by what you hear on here because I do believe mostly what's going on in the podcast is for the better of the world, and the entrepreneurs that are coming on here are making differences and have the right positivity and the right mindset, just like Matt talked about it, you know, making sure our children are happy or the world is a happier place or that we can make it a better place for all humanity, especially for our children, and be motivated by that. So thank you everyone for listening in and we're out.